Bam. All right. Oh, shit. Your window is huge. Got Corey Hughes here. We're going to be talking about Rona. And, of course, the title is Rona Censorship Creates More Doubt, Not Less. I could think of some other topics uh, that that also applies to, but they are censored. So that's that's the whole point. But I think you guys can probably guess at what uh, what other topic are you not allowed to talk about at all. And if you disagree with any exaggeration, you could actually go to prison. And people have. That's not just hyperbole. All right, I think I got you locked in. All right. We're going to play you a clip from Don't Cuck the Tuck, and then we're going to discuss all the stuff he didn't say. We're like, oh, pretty good for mass media. Still crap, though. Here is Tucker talking about Miss Woke herself, the overlord at ThemTube that decides to censor senators, congressmen, and journalists over Rona! The beauty of the American system is that if you think your state is run by corrupt morons who are making your life worse, you have a choice. You can get in the car and move to another state that is not run by corrupt morons who derive pleasure from tormenting you. So not surprisingly, an awful lot of people have moved to Florida recently. As a result of that, that voting by foot, Governor Ron DeSantis has now become perhaps the single biggest threat to the Biden administration and its moral authority. The White House has noticed this and they're worried. How worried are they? Well, the CDC was just caught fabricating numbers to discredit the state of Florida and its governor. We'll speak to Ron DeSantis about that in just a minute. But first, good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. In the fall of 1998, Susan Wojcicki had just turned 30 years old and was working at the marketing department of some big company in the Bay Area. Wojcicki was hardly a failure. She had a college degree and a job. On the other hand, it's hard to imagine that anyone who knew her at the time thought she was going to become rich and powerful someday. But things change fast. In one of those amazing windfalls of good fortune they used to write movies about, Wojcicki rented her garage to the two guys who founded Google. And voila, 23 years later, she's worth more than half a billion dollars and runs YouTube, the largest digital platform in the world. We tell you this not to attack Susan Wojcicki's life story. Good luck is a great thing but simply to remind you that many of the people now in charge of your life have no relevant qualifications to justify the power they now hold. They just fell into it, as people do. What's infuriating is that they won't admit this. They pretend that the control they wield is part of the natural order of things somehow, that they deserve it, that they're God. Most of them forget that not so long ago, they worked in the marketing department. Here's Susan Wojcicki announcing that she plans to censor any information about COVID that she doesn't like, even if that information has been posted by physicians who are treating COVID. Watch. But then we also talk about um, removing information that is problematic. You know, of course, anything that is medically unsubstantiated, so people saying like, take vitamin C, um, you know, um, take turmeric, like those are all will cure you. Um, those are the examples of things that would be a violation of our policy. Um, anything that would go against World Health Organization recommendations would be a violation of our policy. And so remove is another really important part of our policy. So you're not just putting the truth next to the lie. You're taking the lie down. That's a pretty aggressive approach. 
What do they learn to go up in tone on the last syllable? But yes, as the eunuch just told you, that's a pretty aggressive approach. That's for sure. To restate, Susan Wachitsky has no medical background at all. She's not a doctor, she's not a researcher, she's hardly an eminent epidemiologist. In fact, Susan Wachitsky's main contribution to science is drawing the doodles that appear on Google's homepage. True. She's from the marketing department. In no sane country would Susan Wachitsky be in charge of determining what constitutes, quote, problematic medical disinformation. And she certainly in a sane country would not be allowed to silence physicians who are treating the virus. But because of the way our system is structured, Wachitsky is certainly allowed to do that, and so she is. This week, Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky, who, by the way, is an actual doctor, not just some guy who rented his garage to Larry Page in the 90s, tried to make an obvious point. And it's this, the masks that you buy at the airport in order to comply with the federal law will not keep you from getting COVID. Rand Paul was not just guessing about this. The science is very clear. No honest person will deny that. But Susan Wachitsky doesn't think you should know that because that'll make you harder to control. So she pulled Rand Paul's video from YouTube. Here's part of what she tried to censor. Most of the masks you get over the counter don't work. They don't prevent infection. Saying cloth masks work when they don't actually risks lives as someone may choose to care for a loved one with COVID while only wearing a cloth mask. Oh, so controversial, disinformation, you can't say that. But wait, before they repainted the slogans on the side of the barn, pretty much everyone was saying just that. Quote, the typical mask you buy in the drugstore is not really effective in keeping out the virus, which is small enough to pass through material, end quote. Where's that from? It's from an email that Tony Fauci sent just last year. In fact, just last week, Joe Biden's former COVID advisor said the very same thing. We know today that many of the face cloth coverings that people wear are not very effective in reducing any of the virus movement in or out. Either you're breathing out or you're breathing in. And in fact, if you're in the upper Midwest right now, anybody who's wearing their face cloth covering can tell you they can smell all the smoke that we're still getting. <laughs> right. If you can smell the smoke, you can get COVID. Got it. The point is, there was nothing kooky or inaccurate about Rand Paul's video on masks. It was true, it was provably true. People who know what they're talking about agree with it, including the people in charge of our COVID response. But it was censored anyway. And the fact that YouTube did censor it anyway is a scandal. It's one of many such scandals playing out in our country right now. Now you'd think the media might be on this story. You'd imagine that people who make their living on the First Amendment would defend it and lead the charge against censorship, but no, just the opposite in this bewildering time. Those people encourage censorship. They're out there in public begging the tech companies to suppress news and information to make certain the public never sees it. Doing that makes them feel powerful and protects their monopoly. So now they're attacking Rand Paul. We've gone on and on and on. You're not shocked. You see this sort of thing so often you can't be shocked by it anymore. But some perspective, three years ago, this was a free country. Now it feels like everything that we hear has been written by a committee at the propaganda ministry downtown. What's the long-term effect? Pretty soon, no one's gonna believe anything ever again. And that shouldn't shock you because censorship is always counterproductive. It doesn't work. People know they are being lied to, so they tune it out. The role of the vaccines, for example, earlier this year was so heavy-handed, so Soviet, 
that you've got to wonder how many people it scared away. We would definitely have a higher vaccination rate if they just treated us like adults, but they can't because they don't think we're adults. Obviously, this can't continue. You cannot have a self-governing country in which people aren't allowed to read what they want. A free press is not an optional feature of a democracy. It's the center of democracy. That's obvious. It's written down in our founding documents. It's always been obvious. So for years now, we have been waiting for the big legacy media outlets, NBC News, CNN, The New York Times, to wake up and recall that they must oppose censorship. It's their duty. It's why they exist. So as much as we criticize them, we've assumed at some point they'll recall that. But no, that's not going to happen. Let's be honest. They're not going to oppose censorship. They benefit from it. So what's our option, the rest of us living in this country, who don't have another passport, who are going to stay here? We have to replace them. We need something new. Glenn Greenwald has been working on that for quite some time. He spent the last couple of months gathering a group of free thinkers and planning a move to an alternative video platform called Rumble. At Rumble, free speech is the whole point. They don't have censorship. You can say what you want, like you lived in America. So naturally, the totalitarians are infuriated by this idea. It's a challenge to their hegemony. YouTube, Susan Wachitsky from the marketing department, has pulled down at least one video promoting Rumble. Jeff Bezos' newspaper attacked it today. That means the New York Times will soon be on it, along with the Atlantic and the Daily Beast and all the rest of the Praetorian Guard. Your job? Ignore it. You know, they are liars. They are frantically defending a system that no one believes in anymore. If there's going to be a renaissance in journalism, and we desperately need one, it will be led not by them, but by people like Glenn Greenwald, who joins us now. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Hey, Mike on. Bigot Arena is open. Let me check that real fast. Yes, that's open. Jeff Goldman's in there. Chewy is in there. All right. Be careful what you say in there. Oh, wait. We don't censor on entropy. As for Rumble, whatever. Uh, they will um, They will censor in a bit. But, okay. A lot of things were not said about Miss Woke Check. Oh, Jay Lamb just sent three shekels and said, just cuz. Thank you very much. Corey's on here. He's probably about to have his fucking head explode of all the stuff uh, that was left out of that report. And I know people are like, wow, Tucker stuck it to the man. He talk about her credentials of renting her garage. And what a dink that that woman of all women on earth happened to be the one that rents property to the future Google people. Hmm. Let's look into her a little bit more. Corey, I know you got some thoughts on this shit. We got... Get your mic All right, on so, too. Um, um, and in regards to uh, her family, the, the CEO of YouTube. What was that? You got no sound. All of a sudden. Oh no no! You got mm. sound. I okay. It's not you. I turned my speaker off. Go for it. All right, and you're coming in and out a little bit, just so you know. Well, whatever. Let's talk about that bitch's <laughs> uh, parents. <laughs> Yeah, and so the thing that's shocking about her, which is really not shocking, you know, the more you come to understand the interrelationships of these different families that seem to be um, multi-generational, that are all connected to these major companies that we all are forced to use every day, uh, you find that they are connected to some of the biggest scandals in history, like uh, the father of, uh, what's her name, Wichin, Wichich, whatever the fuck her name is. Woke uh, cunt, her father I call was a her. physicist. <laughs> her father was a physicist who was directly connected to Demona, the nuclear reactor in the Negev Desert, 
which is ultimately why Kennedy was killed in the first yep. place. So, um, realistically speaking, you want to uh, talk about that for six hours? No. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk about that for twelve, man. So, but yeah. So, um, you know, I'm, I, I, every time I discover these new connections, it's like God. It's shocking for a second, and then it's like, oh my man, what was I thinking? Of course, of course. You know, the fix has been in for when us I for find a, very a dead pigeon, time. I'm just like, ah, again. Them, them, them again. That's all I think. Yeah, yes. And if you were to say you found <laughs> Her a name is pigeon, Susan I would tell you they have a pigeon killing machine. <laughs> <laughs> um, YouTube, really, when it came out, it, it, I didn't understand YouTube in the beginning. Because I'm like, why the fuck do I want to watch someone else's home videos? Mm -hmm. Right? The, the concept that you could be your own independent media outlet didn't, it didn't really click for years, you know? I started doing um, it from day one, but they were mostly look at me crap you know these are the kind of people that take pictures of their food you know what i mean no one cares bro how narcissistic you have to be whatever but i was like oh you mean i can make a video and say whatever oh i'm gonna rip on the neocons then and of course i was the first person <laughs> banned on youtube <laughs> yeah i would wear that as a badge of honor i got uh, the first person gone and the adl partnered with them and then i got this little note about how the adl is stamping out hatred and da, da, da. i'm like oh i see the the adl funded the american nazi party yeah <laughs> during which was led by <laughs> one of the you know guys um mm -hmm. yes Yes, uh, that that whole that whole thing is hilarious. The founding of the ADL is hilarious. Both the, I mean, the American sad, Nazi Party hilarious. and Communist Party were led by left-handed Eskimos. <laughs> um, but yeah, but, but like I was saying with, with YouTube and Google and all these big companies, um, our freedoms are gone. And the government, fundamentally, what they did was they outsourced the censorship and they outsourced all the things that the government themselves can't do because of our constitution. Right? The, the, the fact is, even an argument over whether or, or not CIA Twitter control and over the Washington Post, you know, that murdered Gary Webb. Right. But for those of you that don't get the joke about the left-handed Eskimos, I'm not saying it's some sort of racial teleology of the Jays to do corrupt shit. I'm saying. If there's only a 2% minority and yet they're always in all these positions, gee, do you think there might be state sponsorship shaping the events from Israel? Yeah, duh. Anyway. Yeah, but that 2% is also skewed it's big what, time. You know I, mean? Uh, I mean, when you look at how the census stuff is broken down, um, they separate race and religion, and that's how they get away with claiming 2%. So it's, it's just another one of their scams. <laughs> another one. It isn't that many. I'd never met one until I was like 14. Of course, I'm from fucking the most anarchical part of the world, probably. <laughs> Hatters. You see, when I when I look at the stat, when I look at the board of directors of like every major company in the fucking world, I'm like, oh, they must make up like half the world. <laughs> you know? And they don't. Mm -hmm. So, but that's a whole other conversation. That's really, uh, that's where I've been spending a lot of my time is, is, is a lot of the texts from the 1800s, from the reform movement, when they moved over from Germany and England. Uh, and uh, the translations of those documents are hard to come by, but they're pretty eye-opening and, 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 and really, I'm speechless in just thinking about it. They're really shocking in, as far as the context and the content of what they uh, Got report. some interesting protocols. Um, oh, we're derailing. Let's talk yeah. about woke bitch. Okay, her sister runs that scam twenty three and Me. Mm -hmm. And for anyone that's like twenty three and Me, and it's only Americans that buy this crap because they don't know their own ancestry because they don't know their history and they're a bunch of colonizers. 
and that it's it's almost exclusively white people that are like I'm blah blah percent this blah blah percent that blah blah percent that um you would like what's the point of that test in Japan they'd be like I'm Japanese my mom's Japanese my mom's Japanese her mom's Japanese. <laughs> it just not it wouldn't be any point but in America it's all mixed up and nobody knows what they are or whatever I don't know why it matters right and isn't all let me make a point on this real quick. Like, I don't think any of that shit matters at all. None of it matters whatsoever. It should, like, just curious, the but, but the test is crap. How do we know? Because we sent them horse DNA, dog DNA, and lizard DNA and got back results. And this is what's hilarious. It said the horse was Native American. I thought, oh, maybe I got my own DNA on the swab or something and that, whatever. Uh, it said the dog <laughs> was broadly european it was mostly like french or something and then it said the lizard was 51 percent ashkenazi jew <laughs> so there you go the lizard people are real but like it's fucking lizard dna there shouldn't be any it should be like this is an animal is what they ought to say but that's not what they did you know i grew up in in, in america and uh there was never really my parents were uh, British heritage and Scottish, but I never gave a fuck. It never affected me. I at mean, all. it's like if you give and me your I credit so card information, your address and your name, I can probably guess your ethnic group without looking at your DNA. True, you know I mean? <laughs> true. And I, and I, but, but the point I'm making is that I think there's way too much emphasis on our on pride in our heritage and all this crap. Really, it doesn't affect me at all when I go through my day right. at, in any way, shape, or form. And moving forward, we all need to come together and not use these artificial divides. Um, you know, regardless of, uh, of race or ethnicity or anything. Like, well, you know, I understand people are proud of it. I agree and like, disagree with that. It's okay to be proud of your heritage if you're talking about something cultural, but not biological, because that's not an accomplishment or anything. People move around all over the place. Like, America's a great example. You've got every heritage, you know, somewhere. And it's not like the. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think the racial component in California is much different from Florida. It's got a lot of whites and Hispanics in both places, wherever, but they're very different ideologically. And Florida has a way different heritage and stuff. So I'm proud of being from the South and, and the, the Jeffersonian Republican ideals and all that. But it's got nothing to do with ethnic groups and stuff. That's just sad. Like, if you're proud, like, yeah, my team did this because I look like these other people... You suck. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I don't do a lot of broadcasts, but I do enough to where when people hear me speak, their first impression, you know, would be that I'm some kind of like fucking racist. And it's like the opposite of reality. You know, um, I think that race really interferes with too many things. And it's too it, it's been it's been fa the fans of hatred as far as race goes have been they've been fanned by um, our government, our government and the media. They continue to, to propagate this hatred amongst us and uh we really just need to move past it you know and I, there's all kinds of reasons why people will be have their own ideologies as far as race goes but really they're all real irrelevant if we uh if we continue on the path that we're on it's irrelevant in the sense of like oh i can deduce this person's uh political views and ideologies and stuff just based on biology but it's not irrelevant in the sense like you shouldn't say it doesn't exist at all because there are physical differences which will affect medicines and other things i mean that's why you have to get blood transfusions from family members and stuff there there is a genetic match and right, it, it, right. it does generally um go by race as well so it's okay to admit 
that races exist. You don't have to be that colorblind. It's not okay to say, oh, this one's superior to that one because of blah, blah, blah. It's just the, the evidence for that doesn't pan out. But I don't think people can reach that conclusion unless they're allowed to have a discussion about it. And you're not allowed to have a discussion about it. Like, you can't have any confidence in a conclusion when only one conclusion's allowed. It happens to be that my conclusion is the one that's allowed, right? So I don't have to have <laughs> shit, but I wish people could have dialogue. I do go actively seek out racists and try and change their mind without just yelling Nazi at them and stuff. And this is similar to COVID and global warming and other things. How much confidence can someone have in vaccines or whatever if they know, well, you're not allowed to say otherwise, right? So they're like, well, I don't know if that's true or not because they, they censor all the opposition. And it's go. It could be the case that it happens to be right, but it, they make it, they cast doubt on it by censoring it, or it's wrong, and that's why they have to censor because they don't have a good argument. And the second one seems to be the case. Uh, uh, it seems as though we don't have a higher authority in this country to you know put a, put an end to the censorship that's happening or put these corporations in check. Do you think that it will rise to the level of a Supreme Court case? Uh, and we'll have a decision one way or another on the current state of things. Mm -mm. They're in on it. No. I mean, that should have happened a long time ago. Now, yeah, I mean, the Supreme Court today, um, they they denied hearing the case of the mandatory vaccines uh, in the university, which I thought was shocking. You know, I didn't. I thought they would at least take it and make a judgment on it, but by, by not taking it all, that's kind of... But you know, America's not the world. Like, Nigeria just straight up banned Twitter. Just got rid of it. China banned Facebook. Um, I think it was Tanzania got rid of Twitter also. You know, and that's, uh, even without China, that's a good 40 million people that were just like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I got some white pills. I was going to save them for later in the show, but well, let's see what the bigots have to say. Do you want the white pills now or later? I'll, I'm going to do three shekel chats and then I'll, I'll think about it. Jeff Goldman says we need to fight back, Rye. Yeah, France is. Squirrel Nut says, "Have you posted anything on how to donate to the Blackfoot Server Farm?" Um. You yeah, I can do that, or you can donate it to me, and I'll donate it to them. Just say, uh, "Give this to those guys," or whatever. Thirteen thirteen says, "Tell us about yourself, red shirt guests." <laughs> Corey <laughs> has been on here like ten times. I I guess we we always have new people. So all right, yeah. I'll give him, I'll give him the three-minute version so i found him uh, drinking swish with an old dog by the dumpster in canada <laughs> i first met ryan back in 2015 i interviewed him when i was hosting the anonymous podcast um so i uh i was a cop for about not, uh, eight or nine years i have ex a ton of experience in law enforcement i was a crime scene investigator in clearwater um, florida too not the best place to be a cop Oh no! It was I worked in the hood, and I, I ended up working in Lealman, which is in like down is in like South Central St. Pete, and that was the it was the second highest per capita murder rate in the country when I was working there. But um, yeah, and uh, I, since I have uh, thanks to Mr. Dawson here, who completely fucking derailed my life with a single question, um, I've spent the last three years pretty much as a full time historian, uh, studying Kennedy and uh, what else. Uh, oh, the uh, the spinning squirrel. I almost gave course. you Oswald's contact at Oni yesterday. I don't know what I was doing. I wasn't even drinking. 
Okay, so let me. I'm going to tell your audience something. Without question, Brian is the single best Kennedy researcher on the planet. But he doesn't get Oswald. He didn't get it right. So we're going to have a debate over it one day on the show. I have it right. Uh, <laughs> you don't have it right. I'm telling you. I know. With, I know for certain. So we're, we're, we've been uh, debating over that whether strong data, but not conclusion nonsense. It's it's. <laughs> It's a discerning eye. No, the reality is Oswald didn't work in that book depository. He says he did. That's where our our, uh, our most recent debate has uh, been stalemated. It's not. It's Even not a stalemate. It's over. He said, "I work in that building. I'm a patsy. Can't have both at the same time." He also time. said he was a Marxist. He also said he was a Marxist Leninist. Before all, and, before uh, he, he said he was a patsy. Or he said once he said he's a patsy <laughs> and he's already in jail. The gig's up. He's got no motive to continue to the okay. f- facade. Right. 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 But. Hey, all I need is somebody to show me one piece of evidence that Oswald ever worked in that fucking building, and I'll go along with it. But I don't – just not there. It's not there. Everything in that building was the Truman Show. It was a completely fully staged event, timed, planned, down to the minute. So, yeah, we'll talk about it another time. We don't want to spill the beans here tonight. <clears throat> you think Seymour was at the gun range? I'm kidding. I'm not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was everywhere. I'm telling you, he was he was everywhere. He was Oswald. That I, well, I agree with the Mexican embassy thing, but oh, anyway, so the Mexican embassy, the gun no range, knows what we're talking about. Let's get back to the silver rodeos. So, all right, Corey was a cop. <laughs> um, I went on the anonymous podcast, then and then, and then, so he had my Skype, and we started talking about digital currencies and some other stuff from. Um, I like messing with people. So I'm like, oh yeah, I like to red pill people, but only halfway and then watch them lose it. And I gave him the choice. I said, do you want to know who's on the grassy knoll? And do you want to know this and this and this and this, or do you want to figure it out on your own? He said, I want to figure it out on my own. I was like, yes. And I gave him a hint. I gave him a really good hint to save like 10 was, years of his life. And then I just it was watched too the circus. Good and you should never get that hint again. That, the, that one uh, you know about Miami. Never give that hint to anyone again. Changed his life. Now I think he's when he's older, he's going to be like holding documents and talking to himself by a van and be like, <laughs> "Man, I already been there. I've been there. Trust me. If you want your, if you want to really take a take a couple years and really like." Have the greatest experience of your fucking life. Yeah. Like there's, I've never experienced a greater joy. It's the best than puzzle studying ever. It's the best, yeah. I, it's, it's been the best three years of my fucking life, and uh, now it all makes sense. So it really makes sense of the world. I was telling, well, I was telling uh, people yesterday, and this is in my Syria book because I just decided it's my book. I can do what I want, but the classic kind of unofficial official conspiracy of Kennedy is that and don't don't cringe is that the CIA killed him because he didn't give air support for the Bay of Pigs that's kind of like like JFK the movie says and stuff Arne and Milchan style but the Bay of Pigs did have air support and didn't fail because of the lack of air support it failed because of lack of ground support and the reason there was a lack of ground support is all those guns the Spooks have been delivering to the Cubans never went to Cuba. They got diverted to Israel. Israel stole the weapons that were supposed to go to anti-Castro Cubans who never rose up. And then we had the Bay of Pigs egg on face on Kennedy. 
and Israel didn't mind because Kennedy was inspecting them for nuclear weapons. So he, they nearly started a nuclear war between the Soviet Union and the United States. That's our greatest ally. Yeah, it's sickening. Uh, the relationship we have with them is like a master blaster from uh, Mad Max. Uh, they're the little midget that sits on our shoulder. And uh, it's been that way since they killed Kennedy. No, our relationship uh, with them uh, is that it's like a, a woman that gets beaten by her husband over and over and keeps crawling back and be like, I know he loved me. <laughs> um, it's really sick. And uh, when you come to understand the mechanisms by which they maintain the their grip over the the government it's it's like are you fucking kidding i mean that's where you that's where it brings an apac and then it connects to epstein and all the and once you get to epstein you connect to the bronfmans and you already got, talked about that a million times but that connects directly to kennedy connects directly to martin luther king and fucking Ronald really? kennedy and all the goddamn assassins i took this thread from one. leon black all the way back to lincoln oh lincoln the first jewish president <laughs> That's what a lot of people think. No, it's not a thing. It's a, it's a fact. I have an article. It has the entire I just can't, history. If Lincoln is one of those, I just, man, I won't be able to hold it down anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, um, <laughs> um, Lincoln and Johnson were the Johnson two. Johnson was, uh, yeah. The two. Yeah, he was definitely a Jew. Mm -hmm. uh, and that His wasn't family even, like, started the ZOA. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we're in uh, Operation uh, that, he, Magic Carpet. And then when you get to the Liberty, it's so obvious, you know, what was going on there. And This was yeah, been happening really for decades. They kept blowing up boats. That one suddenly got all this infamy. But the Patria, they murdered mm -hmm. 55 British sailors. But I tell you, I don't think Johnson was that boss in the White House. And we're not going to talk about who was. But he was not the boss. When Jack the Ruby shots. said it goes no all the way to the guy on the top. He ain't, talk yep, Jack he ain't Ruby talking said about it. OBJ. <laughs> He means the top. <laughs> top, top. How's that, how's um, really, and it's funny because when you get into when you get into like uh, the relationship between the Israelis and the U.S. Someone mafia, someone said Lincoln had a really big hat. <laughs> what was under it? No. <laughs> I think he probably had a conjoined twin stuck up there. <laughs> but uh, that relationship between <laughs> yeah, the Israelis and the mafia. A little dude sitting in his hat, holding his ears, being like, "Yeah, go left, go right." <laughs> But, but people don't re also another thing they don't realize that the infiltration of our government started in the 1800s it, it, and by 1933 by the time the war started and all the shit with Stephen Wise in New York um, like it was done our government was toast by 33 for sure <laughs> um, and it was just like it seems like from there it was various stages of uh, our government falling and then the final straw was Kennedy uh, once they killed Kennedy they that was it done the Zionists took control of our army and uh, the rest is history. And the rest makes perfect sense when you come to understand that this country ended on that day. When you come to understand that November 22nd, 63 was the last day the United States of America existed and that we've been an Israeli colony ever fucking since. Everything that happened since makes perfect Every sense. War we've All been the wars. In, yeah. Every fucking thing. So, yeah. And, and then what's going on today with COVID, uh, which is blatantly unconstitutional. Uh, all these fucks keep referring to that 1905 Jacobson uh, ruling on the vaccine mandates. But it's not a um, vaccine. Come on. Correct. And nobody seems to point that out, right? And that's how you know that the media is full of shit because nobody in, even on Fox News or any of these, even most of the goddamn independent media, 
they're still these fucking idiots are still talking about like a Chinese lab leak. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Anybody who thinks that this came out of a Chinese fucking lab and happened to leak into Wuhan and then spread around the fucking world, I'm, I don't know what to say. You're a fucking idiot. This is not China. This was them again funding Ralph Barrick at UNC through um, the research wing of Beth Israel Hospital. Plain and simple. This was like the easiest one. I think it took me like 20 fucking yeah, minutes they, to figure this one out. Those same critters did the uh, gain-of-function research. Oh, there we go. That okay, so the gain of function Wuhan research is where viruses did escape. Um, I do not believe for a split second viruses escaped at Wuhan. Well, this is not a lab leak. Because they had the patents prior to that, so it shows they knew when it was coming. Well, this was a, definitely a targeted deployment. Um, that's what I've been calling it as a targeted deployment. Um, so it was the earliest strains came out of Seattle and Wuhan and the, the Seattle strain. It was a, it was the second strain found in Wuhan. Was um, it predated home it. in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody there had any contact with anybody at Wuhan. This whole thing is that this is the biggest lie since AIDS, uh, this, since the, <laughs> well, AIDS. I forgot about AIDS. Well, that yeah, was Fauci. AIDS. Pushing the AIDS medication yeah, I mean, and made things worse. And this is the thing. This is, they're doing the exact same thing with COVID that they did with AIDS. Because HIV does not cause AIDS. Um, HIV, in my opinion, from what I've researched, is so damn similar to a human exosome. Um, I think that's what it is. And that's why it can't be really isolated in a lab because it contains part of the genetic material of the host. So, uh, But when you realize that it doesn't cause AIDS and that AIDS is actually a compilation of diseases that have been around for a hundred years AIDS is whatever uh, kills you because your immune system's been blown out usually by drugs correct correct and of um, course you get HIV, you get hiv and all kinds of other stuff that your immune system usually gets rid of uh on your mm -hmm. way to aids and then you know the kind of groups that uh, you know <laughs> get aids the most share microbes a lot right. because they're having unprotected sex in the butt We'll call them high risk. Yeah, high groups. risk groups do high um, risk behaviors and a lot of drugs. Mm -hmm. um, it, it wasn't yeah, the so gayness of San Francisco; it was the drug use in San Francisco that was spreading correct. AIDS. Correct. I and mean, you can look at the, the how AIDS kind of came around at the same time that these drugs like poppers really started to get big uh, in that yeah, community. The There's a direct connection between. So yeah, they've been lying to us about goddamn everything, and COVID is like. I know exactly what's well, going on. You know on who worked on that HCZ uh, research, right? Matilda Krim. <laughs> I think she got an award. Yep. Um, and, uh, and, our, and our friend got an award, too. Uh, he was heavily involved in that research as well. Do, um, do, do, do you see the video of him the other day? As soon as the cameras went off, they took their mask off. They're like, oh, it's just fucking theater. I, and they need it to last Here's through the, the 2022 I, midterms. I'm having a fucking hard time comprehending how I know the average person is fucking dumb. But how the fuck is anybody buying this mask shit? Anybody. I mean, you might as well. If it's, it's like if they told you to wear like a fucking hat with a pinwheel on it and it would stop COVID. And then they mandated it. It's no different. And I don't understand how these fucking virtue signalers don't see that. I'm waiting you for know? a mask that says because I care on the front. You know, it's virtue signaling. Oh. I'm. I, it's not for me. It's for you. <laughs> um, there's a great company out there. Their website is fakemaskusa.com. They sell fake fucking masks. They look like a mask, but you can. But it ain't, it ain't a mask. You can breathe right fucking through it. Yep, it's like a fucking. It's a mesh. 
they're fucking great, and I hate to have to buckle down sometimes. But hey, I, even I gotta buy bread and shit, you know. I just wear this. Uh, <laughs> the weird thing is, um, the weird thing is, like, I'm in Colorado, which is like the most woke fucking state ever. I'm about to leave. I'm going back to Vegas uh, in a month, and uh, there are no mask mandates here. The governor gets on TV. He admits that they're only. He says they're fifty percent effective, which is like flipping a coin, right? So half the people in a damn store is not doing a damn thing. So they have not implemented the mask mandates here. And the government is not going to be permitting or not. They're not going to be issuing any kind of vaccine passports. But every goddamn concert venue here, Red Rocks, um, all the big corporations here are now saying you can't come into our venues for large events without the vaccine. Um, People need to have their fucking heads cut off over this. This We're way past negotiation, debate, any of that stuff. In Minecraft. We're not right. We're talking about video games. (sighs) Got it. God it doesn't damn it. matter, man. You, even in anger, you just can't. You can't even say it sarcastically. I fucking know, but I goddamn hate it because that means there is no free speech. I know. Period. If I can't speak, then we're fucked. Fucked. You can. This is not cool. You can say what you want on uh, like Telegram and stuff, but that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> yes. So things are no good. And if people don't, I haven't been scared during this whole pandemic until New York announced their passport. Oh, I thought that was wonderful. And I'm, I'm frightened. To, to, I can't even explain to you how frightened I am. And anyone who's not as frightened as I am does not comprehend what's about to happen. I'm not into the FEMA camps and all that shit. We're not going to get there. Because motherfuckers are going to be busting out guns and shooting people when they come Why to their house. Why do you need a needle. FEMA camp? You can just keep them where they are in their city. There's whole um, blocks, whole streets in New York of empty stores and stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. I just, I don't, I don't feel bad for him at all. And so I'm like, I yeah, shit libs. That's what you voted for. Of course, they're manipulated. They're too dumb to understand what they were really voting for. You know, they, they, they oh, feel like New oh, Yorkers I gotta, think I, they're I, the smartest I, people I on earth. Part, we're so sophisticated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll attest test that. My dad was from Brooklyn Hardcore, and he was one of them. So, but um, yeah, I've heard I have yeah, New Yorkers this, this, say that to the, me, like right behind him were three homeless people. I was like, "Yeah, you got your shit together." <laughs> <laughs> we got some shekel chats uh, from Jay Lamb. Says, "Have you done anything on Greek and Armenian genocide?" I uh, well, I talked about. Greeks getting pimped in World War Two, and we've talked about the Armenian genocide within other videos. We talked about it in that little war with Azerbaijan they had. I brought it up, and I brought it up when I was criticizing the Young Turks actually named themselves after the people genociding Armenians. You could really go back. Uh, I mean, the Roman Empire attacked the Armenians, too. So they've been getting slapped around for a while. I don't think I've ever done a video just on either one of those topics, though. Fire Pixie says Rainbow Frog EFT Triple Cactus. <laughs> exactly. Every effing time. Jeff Goldblum says Off Topic Riba, have you any new info on Israel bombing Lebanon? Nothing new. Everything I said before is still what happened, and that's what's going on. They like Lebanon fired some rockets allegedly in Israel and hit an empty field, which means the Israelis probably fired those themselves as a pretext to go bomb Lebanon. 1313 since 9 11. 
What a number. Religious extremist Habad Leibovich wanted to cause a great war between Gog and Magog. Adam Green and Christopher Bejerkness uh, do great research. What drives these supremacists? Small hats, total evil. I hope that sarcasm, because that bejerker fucker is one of the dumbest assholes on the internet. He blamed 9-11 on Putin and thinks Iran and Russia are in on it. Uh, dude, Havad Levovich is nothing. Like, it's the fucking Likud party in APAC. Running around after Havad is like running around after Bilderberg. You're on the lowest rung of the ladder that hardly matters at all, and you're missing the bigger picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they went after Russia, the Jewish oligarchs, but not because they're Jewish. We're like, well, yeah, well, you shouldn't go after people just because they're Jewish. You went after them because they were criminals. And that's how it ought to be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Putin did 9-11. When I, I saw Adam Green tweet that, I just thought, oh, my God, dude. Put down the marijuana, please. It's that, it's that Brendan and Brandon line of... Uh, Brennan O'Connell is so mad at Russia because he they wouldn't let him on RT. So he then he decided, since he, Mr. most the narcissistic man in the world, isn't allowed on Russia today, that Russia is is part secretly partners with Zog, and even though they gave the Syrians the weapons to shoot down Israeli planes and have given them air support and bombed Al Qaeda and saved that country and trained Iranian scientists so they can. Uh, have a nuclear program and all these things and even though the United States puts sanctions on Russia and Iran they're secretly on their side because Brendan O'Connell's not allowed on Press TV or RT and Press TV actually tried to have him on and every fucking other word out of his mouth was Jew this, Jew that and they're just like dude we cannot put that on the air <laughs> and he's got so little self-awareness he doesn't understand you can't just sit there and rant about the Jews or whatever one, it's wrong, two even if you didn't think it was wrong, the optics on that are just you might as well just literally shoot yourself in both legs. Like, which what he did? He's been in and out of prison. Um, it's like a forty-something-year-old man that is like begging people for shekels without producing shit. All he does is talk shit on other people and stab people in the back. Like all the people that work with him, he's flipped on. Whatever. He called me a homosexual drug addict and, and said that I ought to be murdered. And they took his channel down and then they brought it back. He's still on Patreon. They deleted it and brought it back again even though he's called to, for the killing of people. Saying that and multiple times he said I should be killed. I'm like, what did I do to you? Right? He's just jealous because like, cause I'm on Press TV and RT occasionally. And uh, that's not I a big deal. you were an agent of something. Yeah, I was an agent of... of I was Zionist and a Nazi at the same time. Well, that's another oh, one from the Jerkins. He thinks really he thinks Hitler was a secret Zionist. I'm like, no, other way around. Mm -hmm. Zionists were Nazis. They had the overlapping goal of getting Jews out of Europe because the Zionists wanted to move them to Palestine and Hitler just wanted them out. And that agreement, the VAR agreement, ended in 39. It did not benefit the people who were being thrown out of the state at all. But to these weirdos that want a Jewish demographic majority, they didn't care. You know, as long as they got that piece of land, and that and they wanted that land, you know, they want that temple, all that stuff. Yeah, that, that, that era is fascinating. The Havar Agreement and the relationship between the Zionists and, and Hitler. Um, it's like saying Lincoln, was, you know, because he was sending blacks back to Africa. 
you know, that and that right, right, Liberia right. And, and Haiti and stuff were accepting them. Well, I guess, I but guess see, he's but, a good but, guy. Hitler gave them he gave them too much control because most people don't realize that it was the, the Zionist organizations that formed the local councils. Dude, that Hitler put a Rothschild in jail. Was... He got rid of usury. He kicked them out of all their financial sure. and everything. Like sure. Hitler was one thousand percent anti-Semitic. There's no fucking question about it. Like, but at the same time, he allowed them to kind of govern over the Jewish ghettos, and that was that was probably a big fucking mistake. Um, it was not the Nazis who was picking people to go to the concentration camps; it was other Jews who were running the local ghettos. So, yeah, that was kind of a fuck up on his part, in my opinion. He shouldn't have done that. Nazis he should have maintained totally control. Totally did decide who was going to concentration camps, though. I mean, most um, most of the people that were in the labor camps were Russian POWs. Correct. The Jews only made up about thirty to thirty-five percent of the population of any of those camps. We're getting in dangerous territory. Where are we Even COVID's less uh, taboo than the H word. <laughs> it's a shame, man. Like when you come to understand that our history for the last hundred fucking years has been completely stolen from us and rewritten. Oh, I'm hearing BOC uh, says I work for the State Department. He also said I got money from John McAfee. That one really pisses me off because I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I met him once at a crypto conference in Vegas. I think he was, like, drunk in the passenger seat of some fucking Lambo. Yeah, I'd never seen him sober. <laughs> I saw him. I didn't know who he was, but we don't have homeless people in Hatteras. People will take care of you, you know? And he was just, like fucked up, passed out in the bush in front of Pop's Raw Bar. And I was like, who's that fucking guy? And uh, they were like, oh, that's John McAfee. He has some kind of computer stuff. <laughs> no, hey, right, uh, man. Uh, it was because he had been living there. Let me ask something. You're from North Carolina. Up in the North Carolina hills, you ever come across Bigfoot? No. <laughs> man i'm telling you some days cnn said it, they, they found him in georgia remember that <laughs> no i don't remember that cnn reported two guys that research. had him in the refrigerator <laughs> that's the how desperate cnn was for some so clicks <laughs> it's like I'm, t- I'm looking forward to the day when i drop all my heavy research and literally do something as dumb as go look for bigfoot i'm telling you, you know i think it's my fault that eddie bravo went off the deep end because i read pilled him with all this stuff on kennedy and h word and all that and that's why he just got into bigfoot and flat earth because he's just like fuck it all <laughs> fuck it all so i fucking, <laughs> I, I, I went on a comedy tour with fucking sam triple e and eddie bravo and we were cryptic conspiracies talk the whole fucking time and, and everything was cool up until like the last day and we're driving back to uh, LA and uh, then uh, I, I finally told him that there never were any, you know, any of those chambers in World War II and like he hasn't talked to me since. So I think just because I fucking said that, he thinks that I'm some kind of fucking Nazi. I think it's hilarious. Or a spook. You know, it's like, why are you mm. telling me that? Like that, you can't be associated with that. But, yeah, it's unfortunate. People don't want to hear the truth, no matter how painful it is. They asked, like the truth, fucking. They asked me about you. I don't know how they knew we knew. I knew you, but because because uh, I was hanging out with uh, Eddie and a couple of people back in the at the back green room at the comedy store, and we talked about you. So oh, okay, yeah, <clears throat> they asked me about you. Rye, give us Sasquatch a chance. <laughs> hey man, I give it a fifty-fifty across the board. Fifty-fifty Bigfoot. 
We got uh, P1 Dizzy, <clears throat> 1370, which is uh, what, 11370, that's what uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's victims were forced to pay her. Unbelievable. It says, not allowed to talk about it or them. Please share. <laughs> yeah, can't talk about it, and you can't talk about them. <laughs> so like, anybody else that does a crime, you're allowed to talk about. But you can't say it when they do it. Which is why they continue to commit more crimes, because there's no consequence for it. 1313 sin 666. It says, red shirt guest, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dodge, Dogie, whatever, Monero, pick your weapon, you will be judged. Yeah, Bitcoin is the only cryptocurrency on the planet. Everything else is a corporate scam. Now, you can make a lot of money with scams, but that's what the fuck they are. So they don't do shit. Bitcoin's Nothing. a better scam than the other scams. Got it. Bitcoin is the single best form of money and currency we've ever fucking had. And when it comes to it's full not fruition, money, unless you can buy stuff with it. God damn it, Ryan. One of these days, I'm fucking telling you, you're going to come around. We had this debate and everyone laughed at you. That's because they're fucking dumb. Can do it I again. Can, you, can I buy a sandwich with Bitcoin? Can I pay my electric bill? Can I pay my rent? Motherfucker. No, no, complaining no. Complaining the car is going to work in 1920. I mean, that's what you're doing. No. You're complaining that the car is a failure because we got the Model T. It's a failure because I mean, it's a failure. I'm not saying Bitcoin will always suck. I'm saying it sucks right now. It's not money. The only thing we have, take the fucking power back from them. End of story. That, it's the I agree, only weapon that, we have. That weapon doesn't it work. Undermines, undermines the money supply. Right. It will. Okay, I'm banned when, on when the exchanges and can't use okay. cryptocurrency. So since you have to currently, don't give me this shit about 100 years from now. Currently, you have to use an exchange in order to get your money back. And they can cut you off on the exchange. Or they can not allow can't. you to liquidate your assets and say, oh, yeah, you can't sell it at this price. You have to wait till it goes down. Then Now you can sell it. I've been living on mostly Bitcoin for like five so, fucking years. You know, I, I know really somebody that won the lottery, stuff. too. Doesn't make it a good mathematical investment. I'm banned <laughs> on all that stuff, which means you're not fighting them because they do have ability uh -huh. if they want to. Just click the switch and turn no. off your everything. Nope. You, you do not understand. There's am I a, not banned a, on Coinbase go, and BitThumb and all that crap? Because I am. So is Red Ice. Um, I question those claims, but we can talk about that another time. Um, there's always a way. And that's the whole reason Bitcoin exists in the first no, the, place. What's the way? Meet someone and, and get them to do it for me and handy cash? That's ridiculous. So, let me... Let me... Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about blockchain for just one second because people. I like blockchain. Do we not... have beer tube on blockchain. That's not the problem. The problem is the exchanges. <laughs> okay, right, but I'm changing the subject. No, here. you're not. The bottleneck is the exchange. That's the weakness. Admit that that's the weak point, and so it doesn't work. That's like saying I can't see the sun because it's dark out, so there's no, no sun. No, it's not at all. That's a it's... totally false equivalent analogy. They can ban you from exchanges. You have to use the exchange to get your money. If you get banned on the exchange, the rest of it doesn't matter. I haven't been banned on an exchange. The so, vast majority of people aren't banned. But on you it. can be if you're speaking out. If you're doing what I'm doing, they can cut it off. I was the only person tomorrow, banned you know, on YouTube back in 2008, but look what happened a few years later. Everybody started getting banned. So I want to clarify one Has, thing. When, when they knew Hamas and Hezbollah were using Bitcoin to get cash, it suddenly dropped 40% in like 20 hours. The micro changes, the day to day, are irrelevant. What you should be looking at is that transactional ain't a micro throughput. Change. It dropped forty percent. Good. 
I'm hoping Bitcoin right now good. is probably going to drop to Look, if it goes up or down 40% that fast, that's not good. Right? Because either no, the buyer or the seller is getting fucked because they're like, man, if I had held it another day, it would have been worth this much. Or, damn, uh, I just sold it or I wanted to and it bottomed out. Either way, if you have that much volatility of it going up and down really quickly, you can't use it as a currency. Do you understand why it goes up and down that quickly? Yeah, I do. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter either. If it's volatile, then you can't rely on it for trades. Um, that's how you make all your money is in volatility. If there was no volatility, nobody that's ever That's just glorified money. online gambling. Your claim was that this is money, that it's currency, you know, you're going to replace yeah. the dollar. It cannot. It's not based on anything but hype. Uh -huh. It's not tied to labor. It's too volatile. You can't buy it goods with it, and they can ban you on exchanges. No, you need to read some Austrian economics. To counter all any one of the points I just said instead of changing the subject. You can get not banned and are getting banned on exchanges. It is volatile, and you can't buy stuff with it. Um, okay, so again, we're back to you are complaining that the car is a failure because all we got is the model. No, team. I'm not. That is a false analogy. It's, no, it's not a Don't false Don't give analogy. analogies. Talk the... about what we're talking about. You cannot buy things with Bitcoin. In hundreds of Currently. Yes, you can. Yes, oh, you can. yeah, from Overstock or whatever. You can't do your daily shit on a Bitcoin. You have to exchange it for real money. Uh, it's only value. The only value for Bitcoin is to hopefully sell it for more than what you bought it for. It's a glorified beanie uh, baby. No. Nope, it isn't. Um, see, see, this is like... This is like me trying to, you know, talk to, you know, Oswald did it people. This is the same conversation. It's, we're not having the same too. conversation here. You don't understand... You don't understand the technology. You don't understand the economic implications. Really? I don't understand that I can't pay my rent with Bitcoin? Because that's pretty common sense. Um, I've been paying my rent for years, and the vast majority of my income is at least stored in Bitcoin. Because you can exchange and it, been it for dollars so and use the I dollars to pay your rent. Right. There will be, I'm telling you, with certainty, our country is going to fail, the dollar is going to collapse, yep. and everyone is going to rush to Bitcoin nope. because it's the only solution not controlled by them. And Bitcoin, if Period. the dollar collapses, so does Bitcoin because you have to exchange it for dollars before you can use it. Only in the short no, term. Right now, because don't the, say the, you think the, that's going to change. The value of the dollar is going to collapse faster, and it's going to drive the dollar the price has of never up. dropped forty percent in a day in the history of the no, dollar. The dollar. <laughs> never. No, it doesn't. Um, but we've lost ninety-eight percent of our value since fucking nineteen thirty. Oh. So, I mean, it's, you've it's, lost ninety-eight percent of your value on Bitcoin too because it's tied to the dollar. Since you have to exchange it for dollars before you can use it, it's still tied to fiat. I don't know how you can't understand that. No, I do understand. You that. can what say I'm you can use it as a hedge and say I think the inflation of the dollar is faster than the, and then the coins, you know. What's going on right now, and you see in the crypto space, is an incremental step towards. We're moving towards a day when you will not have to convert. You will not have to change it to dollars. <laughs> you will not even consider dollars. These are or bits. That's how it's going to be. That'd be, after, we that'd might be, be minority report from Tom Cruise. Where they don't like you, they just turn off your wallet, and now you can't buy and sell anything. Bitcoin doesn't work that way, and especially once they finish yes, their second does. layer solution. Turn off their exchange, the kick them off the exchange, and freeze their account, and they oh. cannot get access what to their wallet. You're not going to need exchange. You're not going to need right, anything. So you're arguing about your futuristic fantasy world, and not the one we actually live in, where people are buying coins. Drive on it. Period. We got to pave the road before we can drive on it. 
And the yeah. biggest obstacle is not going to be regulation. It's going to be the technology itself. And honestly, there's a lot of shit going on in crypto that's scary as fuck. This whole DeFi movement, we're not even going to talk about that. It's BitConnect 2.0 is what it is. But it's no, a religion back to my original of point. online gamblers. No, it's not. So let me make one clarification on the entire crypto space. Everyone is looking towards blockchain like it's some sort of like super amazing fucking thing. It's all kinds of great. Blockchains in and of themselves are fucking ridiculously stupid, inefficient, small databases that are only required when you need decentralization. And the only reason you need decentralization is because of censorship, financial That's a censorship. Big reason. That is the only reason anyone needs a right. blockchain, period. A motherfucker says you need a blockchain to put your fucking your uh, house codes on or your no. real estate or your fucking car. Or anything. They're bullshitting right. you. They're, they're, they're fucking pissing your leg and telling you that it's raining. They're all scams. Now, you can make a lot of fucking money on scams. Oh, yeah. I made a lot of money on Beanie Babies. But I still thought the people buying them were <laughs> stupid. Yeah, but the reality is, man, if you can get rich by buying dog shit, you know, people are going to buy dog shit. And that's I have no problem. I think you so. should buy Bitcoin and profit from it. I'm, that's not my argument. My argument is it right. is not going to replace the dollar and save you from fractional reserve banking and blah, 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 blah. It's just online gambling. It's still tied to the dollar. They can still yeah. cut you off. They can still censor you. It's not a solution. Uh, it's the only solution. It's not a solution. And one day you'll see it. Because with the flick, they can okay. just tick and turn it off. You're better off with cash. You can use that anywhere. I mean, it's just like, well, your wallet's frozen. Or you're like, oh my God, look how high the price is. I'm going to sell some of my coins today. And they just, they, you don't have a buyer. And they freeze it until the price goes down. And they go, now you can sell. But you've got like, what is it, 90% of the coins owned by like 17 people? It's so no, easy to manipulate. I, think, no. I think it's like seven people, actually. <laughs> you know, it's a fucking scam. It's a Ponzi scheme. Because it's like, that's why people are so religious about it. They need more people to buy in so they can sell the shit that they bought. So let me explain the difference. A Ponzi scheme, you need people to pay in to pay back your initial Where does the money right? come from when you sell a coin? It comes from the other people that deposited dollars in to buy coins. Where are the coins coming from is the Mining. point I'm making. They're printing them out of fucking thin air. No, U.S. Mint doesn't print and I'm not coins out of air. A scam needs somebody to be ripped off. When someone buys a coin, they make a bunch of money on it. Nobody's getting yeah, ripped off. They made because a bunch of money on it. Money. Someone else lost a bunch of money on it. No, that's not how it works. Because people are constantly buying and selling. Micro trading happens every day. And micro and, losses. And when and when you and when, you, when something goes down, if like Bitcoin's going to drop from this peak, you got motherfuckers shorting it. So they're making money as it goes down. No, um, I didn't create these systems. Someone's got to be on really... the other side of the short doing the opposite bet. Uh, I mean, if you're going to say that, then you have to it, it encompass the entire stock market, the bond stock market, the gambling. commodities market. The difference is when you invest in a company that has a product, they can take that initial mm -hmm. capital to expand their business to sell more products and increase their profit margin. Right, but you're also ignoring you the fact that a it's a brand new Bitcoin, asset. It's all class. hype. It's just based on what you it's, think it's other people think the price class. is. That, that's everything. No, it's life. not. Um, There's a big difference between having is. an actual product hey, hey, that people want to buy and use. You keep money to labor. Ridiculous. <laughs> you can't tying money to labor is not ridiculous. The reason money has yeah. value 
uh, besides being able to use it as a trade medium is because it takes X amount of time and hours and effort to acquire the money. If you just got it uh, effortlessly, it would have no value at all. Difficult. What you're describing is the difficulty in, in like, um, so when you mine gold, there's a certain value. Why am I not willing to just throw $20 out the window? Cause it took me a certain amount of work and time to acquire that $20. That's why I value the twenty dollars, right. not just because I can buy twenty dollars right. worth of stuff. It's like because that person's not going to accept it either. It's like you had to put in X amount of labor to get that money. That's why it has value. It's not based on mm. gold. It's not based on all this shit. It's just based on the time and effort it took to acquire the money. And the more you just uh, print no, money I'm, without increasing labor, the more yeah. money is devalued because you increase the money supply without the labor. Is some money the value of money goes down? But with Bitcoin, there's it's not like a stock. It's it's really easier. It would it would be easier if people would just say, "Hey, I don't get it." It's easier if you just say, "I don't get it," than try to apply um, antiquated principles to something new, which is what no, you're I'm doing. Not. I am banned on the exchanges. I have lived that. I had Bitcoin back in 2012. If I had been allowed to keep them, I have millions of dollars right now. But they're not going to let someone like me profit from that. I can't even use Western Union, though. I get banned from Western yeah. Union and PayPal. And that's the problem yeah. with these digital yeah. things. That they can just go yeah. and cut it off. No. Nope. If I have Bitcoin and I want to send it to you, no one can ever stop me from doing that. And I can't yeah. do anything with it other than send it back to you because I can't exchange it for, for any money. So it's useless. I can't buy anything with it, and I can't exchange it for dollars. It's totally useless. If you gave me a Bitcoin, I'd send it right back to you. I'm like, I can't use this. If you gave it to me for free, I'd be like, yeah, here, someone else take this. Because I can't use it. There's nothing I can purchase with it, and I can't convert it to dollars, so why do I need it? Stubborn and not That's not stubborn. the many options. I'm not allowed to buy anything with it, and I'm not going to get a bunch of gift cards from Amazon or something stupid. And I'm not going to be able to exchange it. So what do I need it for? Um, well, uh, the bottom line is, is exactly. Uh, see, this is, this is when we start talking in circles. We've had this. You're, it's like a, a, because you're not you know, answering. I may be a direct question. You're talking about Model Ts and all this bullshit, yeah, and not talking about what I'm are, saying. Are not the questions don't apply to the conversation. The, the statements you're making. I tell you, this is what you're doing. You get cornered, and you know you're wrong. Have, so you go, yeah, that's how it is now. But in 50 years, we'll fix all that, and we won't need any of those things. That's your no, you rebuttal. That it should be a fix overnight, right? You think instantly, boom, it's, it's the technology's here. And uh, as, we, as it stands already, it's the single most appreciative asset in the history of the world. You understand that, right? So uh, besides that fact alone right there, the fact that trillions of dollars every day are too. being sent through transaction through, but it is being used daily. For more things than just simple investment, it is, it is getting down to the micro level, which I don't think it should yet. I think we're 10 years away from it being accepted in stores, which is fine. But um, you're ignoring It's not going to be accepted main... in stores because it's too volatile. Either the buyer or the seller is going to get fucked when you have something that isn't stable. That's why people have petrodollar, because the other currencies fluctuated too quickly. Right. But Bitcoin, when it reaches... 10 million, 20 million per Bitcoin, which it will within the next decade. Um, you're not going to detect those. Coin, right? That's your prediction? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. It's going to break 10 million within 10 years. I promise you that. 
it is currently on track to break a million in 2027 as per the logarithmic chart, which has never been wrong in 10 years. Right. So, and once it hits, a, for it to go up from there, it's going to go up way quicker. I remember than you it saying that three run. years ago, and it bottomed out. You go, well, no, I made a mistake. I got it right this time, and then you got it wrong again. Oh, and you're like, I got it right this time, and it finally went up. And you're like, I'm right, hooray! And you had a victory dance, and then like a month later, it went down halfway again. <laughs> Bitcoin right now is at forty-seven thousand. It is going to go back to twenty-five thousand. You want it to go to twenty thousand in a perfect world. I think world it'll go up about to about a hundred thousand, and then it'll go down to like sixty thousand well, again. You can ride that wave. I, I'm, ex I expect more of it to go from a hundred down to whatever the next peak is. Whatever the next peak we see. When it hits 100, it'll fall back to that because you need positions of support. You need to complete cycles. And people who don't know about this stuff are just – they're lost because they don't understand the volatility. Well, I agree. But if you're, you're not banned on all this shit and stuff, go ahead and buy it and make money on it. I think in the long run, it'll go up and down, but it'll go up more times than it goes down. I'm not arguing against buying Bitcoin and using online gambling. I just want you to admit that it's online gambling. It's, it's not, not a replacement of a currency it might appear, because you can't buy things with it. That's like telling a professional poker player that no, this is like betting on the Mormon religion. It's probably gonna grow. Doesn't mean they're right. It's online gambling. It's like it's not a replacement for all this stuff. And and here's the other thing: the government can come along and go, you know what? We found out that so and so were using bitcoins uh, to purchase, you know, pedophiles and human trafficking and illegal drugs and da da da. We need to regulate this shit. And enough of that happens enough times, and that is already started. You have, like, China just mm -hmm. got rid of them. You can have whole states just go, yep, no Bitcoins. You know, it's a really big risk where it can just be like, clap, and go down to zero. Like, if you got a lot of money, go ahead and play with it. But if you don't, don't put all your eggs in one basket, because Bitcoin can just totally drop, and you'd be waiting, like, five fucking years for it to get to back, or at least a year, to get back to what you bought it at. And most people cannot just sit there for a year with their money... People, oh, yeah, why don't you just put some money in that? It's like, because I need that money every month to pay my rent and da 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 You live hand to mouth. You don't have the uh, privilege to gamble with your money. I live hand to mouth, and I've been using Bitcoin for years. And you got regularly. to a point where I sent so. you money because you had a dip. And it's like, so you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're fine now. Yeah. But like, so if, what if nobody float you through the dip, you know, argument. then you're fucked. You're homeless. Like, that's not worth it. If you trust me, if you had children and stuff, you wouldn't take that kind of risk. Because it's not just you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Fuck having kids. God, what a horrible decision. <laughs> I do the best thing ever. I know. Everyone who has them says that. So I hope to never Yeah, I'll, I'll never be know, that guy so. that's like, kids suck, but my kids are good. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think the conversation is uh, entertaining, but it's kind of moot. People um, just like the blood get... sport crap. Let's get back to COVID stuff. <laughs> the fucking masks don't work. It's theatrics. And my favorite is... And this happened in Japan. It wasn't a Japanese decision. It was like the Olympic Committee or whatever fucking fucks. We're like, in the surfing competition, they have lifeguards. Because even though they're professional surfers, they're trying like their maximum difficulty stuff to get the most points to win. I don't know how you judge because it depends so much on the wave, but whatever. So they might bust ass and drown. If you have to give CPR to someone that's drowning, right? You pull them out. They put a mask on their face and just pump their chest. You're not allowed to blow on the mouth or you, you just touch them because you got to be six feet away. 
like the water in their lungs is not a bigger threat than Corona. But that's what they're doing. Top that level of stupid. <laughs> God, the level is, I'm serious. Like, where does the world go when we're, when it's filled with these fucking morons? Really? There's nowhere to go. I swear to God, I really, I, I pray for a fucking giant meteor to just wipe us out one day. You ever listen to that nobody, song from nobody. Tool? I'm praying for tidal waves. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh-huh. He's, I'm praying for mayhem. <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's like, I want to watch it all go out and down. It's all, he's talking about California. Oh the, the earthquake finally comes and a tidal wave just scoops up Silicon Valley and L.A. and all that. And, just, and he's, he's like, there's a giant wall of water coming. you got all these idiots arguing incessantly about nonsense. And, he's like, and then the lights go off. And he's like, he's mm-hmm. like, followed by fault lines that cannot sit still, followed by millions of dumbfounded dipshits. And when some say the end is near, it's just like, I love that line, millions of dumbfounded dipshits. Like, well, this is a big wave coming. Like I said, that's why I don't talk politics or argue politics or even have anything to do with the left or the right. Because like I said, it's, it's like arguing over what song the band should play as the titanic sinks it's fucking irrelevant we're doing you know the the guy the you know everyone says the example like rearranging the deck chairs on the titanic you know do you know who first made that analogy Mm -mm. uncle ted the unabomber put it in a poem it was much longer it was like all these different ethnic groups were arguing about who should get more blankets on the boat as because the weather kept getting colder and colder and the colder the weather got the more he had the victimhood Olympics. Well, the handicapped Native American lady da, 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 should get the biggest blanket. I'm like, I don't know if you want to give a blanket to an Indian, but they're arguing over blankets. And one guy's like, I think we need to turn the boat around. <laughs> and it's not going to instantly fix when you turn the boat around. It's still going to be cold for a while, but you need to start heading south, whatever. And of course, they hit the iceberg and die. But the first guy to talk about rearranging the the deck chairs in the Titanic was Uncle Ted. You ever um you ever looked into the uh the the conspiracy with the Olympic, the sister ship? It's pretty fucking convincing. Oh, putting all the prominent uh, rich goy on a boat. <laughs> no, have you heard that Olympic one? That's not the the that was the Titanic guy. They're like, yeah, let's get all the. Uh... <sighs> God, this this no, thing is so definitely not going to stay yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a sister ship, and it was damaged, and there was a swap of ruin. The Titanic really wasn't the Titanic, and it was an insurance scam, and they sent, they basically sent it off to get sunk uh, to claim the insurance money because they, they were rejected on their policy on the Olympic. And when you look at like the propellers that were taken off of the Titanic and put on the Olympic that had the Titanic branding, and then the Titanic branding was moved over to the Olympic, it's like, holy shit, because they were slightly different. And when you go down and you look at the underwater footage, <laughs> It's, it's pretty fucking convincing. The, this, the argument is pretty convincing the Titanic didn't sink. I don't know. I, I mean, I've not looked into that at all. Would it shock you at all that these cunts would do that? <laughs> it, it wouldn't. I would be like, oh, huh, how about that? You know, that's yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how I feel like everything these days. It's like, oh, yeah. We got Four Horsemen tomorrow, uh, Sean Atwood, and if time, Mike Rivero. If not, we'll do it. The, the, I'll have Mike on myself, or we'll do another Four Horsemen with Rivero. He was banned from YouTube. Ron Paul, or not Ron Paul, Rand Paul was kicked off for a week. And Marjorie Taylor Greene was suspended from Twitter. All for talking about Rona. Corona! The cases! Corey, the cases are up. 
Cases are up in Florida. So is the population of everybody moving to a free state. The borders are open and they're not wearing masks and that doesn't spread COVID because of Democrat magic. <laughs> this has done nothing but prove to me that we ultimately are so fucking dumb as a species, we deserve extinction. This was the final <laughs> straw for me. You're dark. Um, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, dude, I'm going to start a cult of the giant meteor and we're going to go off in the woods and just fucking have big orgies worshipping the fucking meteor. I'm telling you. This, the world is fucked. We're doomed. It's over. We got cults running this show. I mean, we've got idiots that rented their garage because their family was so prominent from working from the Israeli state that, oh, yeah, Google just happened to come in this location. Didn't have any secret state financing at all. She's running YouTube. She's not a doctor, not a anything. It's like, we got to get rid of disinformation about Rona because I'm an authoritarian butthole. <clears throat> Digital Rebel since slaps down a dead Ulysses says love the guest tonight. Where can we find him? Been working so late I've been able to catch your I haven't been able to catch your show. Here's two Jacksons and ten Washingtons for your birthday now that we are the same age. Uh, that was last month, but I appreciate it. Corey's gonna be a regular. We're gonna be on Substack together, podcasting, arguing, dropping red pills, and probably uh probably fucking up some people's world. It takes a while in the beginning. <laughs> When you're woken from your slumber and a lot of this stuff and you realize how things work, it's really dark. And then you need some white pills to counter that. And that's why I realized I should not drop a black pill without dropping a cure with it or I'm going to turn people into Patrick Little. 1313, and I have a couple white pills in a second. 1313 says 777, my grandma lived in Nazi-occupied France. She told us the Germans had all townsfolk washed regularly using sulfur-based soap, and they used delousing powder on their clothing uh, in order to not infect soldiers. Yes, I mean, uh, a million-plus people died from louse-related diseases in World War One, so it makes sense to even your slaves and prisoners, you want to get rid of lice because it's going to spread to uh, your guards and whatnot as well. And I think it went... You know, it's just a decent thing to do. Um, uh, and uh, during World War II, one in th one in every three people who stepped into a concentration camp died of typhus. One in three. Well, that happened in That's Andersonville insane. during the Civil War. They started starving. 12,500 people starved to death in mm -hmm. Andersonville, and a lot more died from diseases, typhus including. And the South offered to free the... They wanted a prisoner swap. Lincoln said no. He said, well... Look, we will take them to the coastline if you send a boat, a merchant boat. You've got clear passage. You can pick them up and bring them home. And he said no. He let them starve. And this is the saddest thing. When the war was over and they were all finally released to the Mississippi, they were on the Sultana, which, of course, blew up in the middle of the Mississippi. And it was the largest naval accident ever, bigger than the Titanic, actually. And so the ones who finally survived to the end and thought they were going home and were halfway there... Somewhere around Tennessee, the boat ripped in half because some fucking Yankee didn't want to pay for the full boiler repairs. And yes, he was a merchant, and the whole ship went down, and all those prisoners never made it back. It's on the calendar. Alexis Ramirez says, Ryan, look into Monero. It's like Bitcoin, but much better. Dude, I'm banned on the exchange, so it's useless to uh, lucky me. Pony. Uh, okay. Lucky Pony just went to jail. Yep, it's private and fungible, actual digital cash. You don't need to be on exchange to use it. Yes, you do. You just make yourself a digital wallet. Maybe you can get some nerds to help you set one up. Dude, 
I have been on digital coins and crap before most of you heard of them. All right? I'm not some noob on this shit. And you do need an exchange for Monero. Yes, you do. You can put it in a wallet. I can sit there and look at it in the wallet. Great. And do what? Buy LSD online? Like, there's nothing I can do with it. <sighs> DJ Cogdell says, TBF El Salvador has passed a law to start using Bitcoin as a legal tender. It's one small step toward it being accepted as legal tender everywhere. Oh, yeah. Let's follow El Salvador. That'll work. Our heard Argentina oh, pulling out a, of El Salvador press. is a perfect example when people are driven to use it because they don't have an alternative. Yeah, because El Salvador's exactly main income is illegal drug trades and they need an untraceable currency to sell their cocaine and stuff. Thirteen, oh, thirteen. That's like blaming the internet for crime. No, it's no, not, it's dude. It's like, oh yeah, Colombia is really big on Bitcoin. They got all these unexplained sales. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what it is. <laughs> Go ahead, use it to sell your drugs. Great. I'm not. I'm not. I think we should legalize all that stuff anyway. But it's not going to replace the dollar. Monero is king, fungible due to privacy features. IRS has 1.2 million bounty on anyone who can crack Monero's privacy. Central bank backed digital currencies. CBB. Hang on. I, I gotta. I gotta stop you there. Here's the problem with Monero. Monero uses ring signatures, and the fucking problem with Monero is there's not enough people using it in order for its privacy features to be effective if you have a million people sending transactions when you're grouped into different rings it's, it becomes impossible to determine who's doing it but when you only have a couple thousand people tops maybe or a couple hundred and each individual block is being sent out with one or two transactions in it which is reality the fucking privacy features are bullshit they don't work you need mass amounts of people to use monero in order for it to maintain its privacy and really so, they get hit like the first of all too the exchanges have been have been all been fucking robbed for billions of dollars. Like almost yeah. every year right. someone hacks one, the unhackable thing and steals billions of dollars worth of Bitcoin. And the same shit Bitcoin will happen to these other currencies. It's just like, Oh yeah. Windows has more viruses than Macintosh. That's because almost everyone was using windows. So if you're going to build a virus, you're going to attack windows rather than Apple because Apple is dinky little nothing that no one uses. The more popular they get, the more they'll get targeted, the more hackers will pay attention to it, and they'll find a way to fuck it up. I don't think they're so oh, genius that they were better than BTC, right? Always, yeah. Everything is a copy with, with, with some little changes here and there. With the exception of, like, Monero is a little different because of its implementation of ring signatures. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to promote some coin. I'm going to promote a coin here real quick, which I'm really blown away by because I'm not really – I don't support hex. most of these corporate bullshit coins. Oh hex, that's Richard. That's my buddy Richard's coin. No, fucking okay. Let me tell you. No, about I want. I want you to talk about it because I know you know the guy that made it. And there's somebody yeah. that was pushing digi coins on me. He's like, oh, can I buy you some hex? And I was like, oh my god. I know, I know the guy that so started Richard, Ethereum. He used to be an English teacher in Japan. Now he's a fucking billionaire. Because he, um, it's a Ponzi scheme, and he ripped everyone off. Before hex came out, he I was in Colorado with too. He was pissed. He fucking was everyone was getting rich printing their own shit coin and so him and i talked for like a couple months about he was really kicking around this idea of uh making this shit coin and then him and i didn't talk for a couple months and then next thing i know he's got fucking hex coming out which just hit like fuck it's got like he just he just became a billionaire yeah. fundamentally it's that's and, the thing uh, like I if you really want to scam people make your own digital coin and <laughs> preach your religion and be yeah. like this is the thing and just cash out I saw how hard it was for him to get. I want to sell uh, and Super to get Mario coins. 
Oh, um, look, I just made a graph that said they're worth more than they were yesterday. You better get in now. Buy your Super Mario coins. Some other idiot will give you money for it. <laughs> Ernie Truth for five says, definitely appreciate you balancing out the black pills with white pills. We got to stay hopeful to some degree. And Snapface for five says, what happened to streaming live on Odyssey? It seems to run smoother over there lately. I will stream on Odyssey. Um, there's no audience over there yet, and I have to do shekel chats. I'm posting restreams of these on Odyssey. It's just not live. What happened was they take shekel chats, but only in like set amounts. So you can see today people gave like nine dollars and eleven cents, one thirteen, seven dollars and seventy-seven cents, six dollars sixty-six cents. That all that won't show up on Odyssey. It's got to be like five, ten, fifteen, whatever. And there's no like place on odyssey to see how much was donated and we noticed a few times where something would go plip for like one second and disappear and i thought well i happen to know that person so i could contact him on bk and say how much did you try to donate or whatever and i don't like that i mean i don't think odyssey's stealing it but there ought to be a record for the the uh what the content creator to be able to go here's all the donations so this is what you can expect at the end of the month or whatever because uh, if not, how do we know they didn't donate and Odyssey just keeps it and we never see it? You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't like that. So when they fix that, I will live stream over there more. Uh, da, 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 da. That's that's it with the shekel chats for now. There was something I was going to ask you. Fuck. Got <laughs> Anyway, Corey and I are going to oh, be doing you, um... we'll try like once a week and not so scattered. Yeah. But we're going to yeah. have like just this topic, you know, maybe. Uh, on Substack. Yeah, totally. I'm, I want you to talk about uh, Bennett real quick. I heard Bennett on fucking TV the other day oh, say two thousand more Lebanon settlements because it said so in the fucking. Bible. They want two thousand more settlements in the West Bank. Two thousand. Um, can't like we just like nuke them or something? Like I think that would solve the problem. Only there was some sort really of solution. Really, once and for all. <laughs> <laughs> I have dark humor. Like, I don't give a oh, shit. The white pill tomorrow. Like, the white pills. Because really, I'm not even joking. The fucking world could seriously split in half tomorrow and I'd fucking throw a party. Like, this world is not worth living in anymore in the current state. Fucking period. Somebody's it's grandpa went to school with Lee Harvey Oswald. Interesting. Uh, which one? Which Lee Harvey Oswald? The real one. <laughs> so, Substack is like minus 10% plus 30 cents per transaction or something. Odyssey is like 7. Odyssey's got the best ratio. They just got to get their shit together a little better. They, they finally cashed out my digi coins. I'm like, what am I going to do with these? So I got money for them. I didn't, I was like, well, I'll hold on to them until they go up in value and then cash out. But then I couldn't cash out. So I'm like, you have to cash them out and then on your honor, send me the money. So that's what they did. Oh, that's crazy. They did that. Well, it's mine. I mean, I'm like, where can I exchange these? So let me tell you what's going on with the LB, LBC token. The LBC token, like... They're fighting against the SEC, who's trying to go after them for selling an unregistered, an unlicensed yeah. security, which they're not. I know. Crypto is, crypto is, but they're. This is this is the same fucking pattern. The SEC knows they can't stop it, so they cut a deal, and when they cut a deal, it becomes an SEC-approved coin, and then it goes right to Coinbase Pro, right? Who bans? And people. then it gets on all the other yeah. exchanges. That's what's going to happen with LBC token when they cut a deal with uh, the with the uh, SEC. And Coinbase will ban so when people. That, you're going to see 
LBC token. They're gonna like be like, these are the people from the Capitol riot, white supremacists. Ah, well, surely we can. You don't want white supremacists making money. White supremacists out of the white supremacists. And anybody, anybody can be called a white supremacist. Even black people are being called white supremacists now. And then they cut off your fucking bank. It's happened to friends of mine. Lana had it. Hendrick had it happen. Um, you know, we're always the canary in the coal mine. Like, yeah, maybe a handful of people now, but like they've shown they, they can flex their nuts. And like, we have this ability and we can do this to you. I got to get in the white pills on, on Corona. So small white pills for you. We know, like, Florida and Sweden have been... Sweden's been like, fuck your mask. It's theatrics. It doesn't work. The country of Norway now has stated the opposite of New York. So September 1st in Norway, Corona is over. They're done. You don't need vaccines, masks, nothing. They're like, Corona's over. Uh, all businesses open. No masks. Schools open. No mask. No restrictions. Things are back to normal. I hope the only difference is they shore up their borders. Because I know a lot of people want to be going into Norway. And I think what happened was a lot of people in Norway went to Sweden. It's right next door and Sweden was open and fair. And so now Norway is doing the same. So could that spread to Denmark? Could it go to maybe Poland or Hungary? You know, because they seem to be a little bit more based on this stuff. We'll see. But that's a... 10 million people, that's like the size of North Carolina that is now liberated from Rona or will be on September 1st. So props to the Norwegians. I'd like to see other states follow suit. U.S., not going to Well, that's happen. significant. That's significant because you go back to World War II and Norway's role in the Holocaust story, you'll find I have a 200-page OSS document that talks about how everyone was on board with whatever their plan was and they had something that was so sensitive they couldn't put it on paper so they sent a they called it the package and they sent a person to norway to try to convince the norwegians to get on board i suspect that they were rebelling against the propaganda that would soon become the holocaust it's the only thing that makes sense and it would kind of talk about you know, exaggeration this, this news of it yeah. Today. yeah so the, what's going on today kind of like it, it speaks volumes for the norwegian people well, they get uh, go up in their base member, and I used to pick on Sweden hardcore. It was Kukistania and all that, but I got a reverse course. Canada takes that title now, and I swear to God, Australia, <laughs> they're coming up quick. Like, that is the most authoritarian, they always say draconian, whatever. Mm -hmm. They've lost their goddamn <clears throat> minds down there. You, I used to think Australians like would, like, not put up with that kind of shit, right? Like, sort of tough Australia, not going to listen to the authority. They're the worst. They have more Karens than Britain. And that's bad. Britain, you can see the tension between, like, England and France. Because one's completely authoritarian and the other's contrarian. The French are like, and out in the streets, they spread manure on Macron's office. <laughs> Which sucks because he's not the one that's going to have to clean that up. I would just, nobody clean it up. Just leave it there. Leave it there for the vultures. P. Dizzy wants movie night. So we're going to do movie night on Odyssey. So you're talking about live stream on Odyssey. I'm going to read, if it's possible, I'm waiting for an answer in an email. I'm going to do the seven and a half, now seven hour and 40 minute Epstein marathon on Odyssey. <laughs> I was going to pick a day. I wasn't here on the 10th, so I couldn't do it the anniversary of the not killing himself. But maybe we'll we'll do that uh, after, I don't know. 
maybe the 30th or something. We got McCain's Still Dead Day on the 25th. It's the anniversary of John McCain slapping the floor of hell. So You doing anything on the 11th? The, oh, September 11th? The 11th of mm-hmm. August has passed. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I'll be doing September 11th stuff. 1313 sends 11.11 says, Gab pay might be a final solution to replace PayPal. Brother, I want the truth. We must keep fighting the beast system. Native American banks and server hosting is a great strategy. Decentralized exchanges, too. My friends will continue to massive stack Monero. Yeah, I mean, if you can, get Monero, Bitcoin, all that, make money and support people with that. I'm saying I can't use those coins. And it's an exaggeration to be like, here's the solution. It'll replace the dollar. Blah, blah, blah. You, you can't put all your eggs in one thing. Having a banks, Native American banks on sovereign land that will process credit cards might actually dovetail with GabPay. GabPay is trying to replace PayPal with their own payment processor. I would encourage them to look at the Lumbee or Blackfoot reservations that already have a bank. They got their own banks and they have some Swiss banks on the res. They have a relationship with Switzerland. And so the the processing credit card parts not hard like that's already been done and paid for it's all the legalese bullshit of the regulations that paypal has created that make it almost impossible to do but on indian sovereign land that's not supposed to apply and yet it does because law is whatever they say it is you know it is ever it does so we're trying to fight and say that doesn't apply because we're not in the United States. Half the reservations in Canada too. So that, I mean that's where the argument is. But the thing with the Blackfeet is there, <clears throat> it's a tax deductible donation. So if you want to donate to deduct your taxes, do it for that reason. But they need to pay for like much more essential shit first, like basic infrastructure, sewage and water treatment, and all this to expand. Then they'll do the server farm and all. I'm arguing, no, do the server farm thing first because that's a revenue stream and then use that revenue and whatever else you can get to build your infrastructure debt-free. That's my argument. But, and I am getting them to listen. Oh. But Gab Pay, holy shit. If Gab, the thing I don't like, though, one little thing, and I really want to believe in Gab Pay is all of Gab got hacked one time and all the passwords were put out and stuff. So do you really want to use... A financial instrument of gab bay when it could be hackable and someone would have your bank account numbers and stuff right like that's I know it's not it's not their fault that gab got hacked I've been hacked like they were not hacked but I've been DOS attacked and stuff Dawson time was just down it's up again um, somebody left 53,000 comments I'm gonna assume that's a <laughs> robot some Lincolnite out there. Nah, Lincoln did nothing wrong. So in response, Dude, caught, when it fixed, did you see the? <clears throat> have you seen the Lincoln post I just did? No. <coughs> the attack as it was happening. I was trying to stop it as it was fucking happening, and it was like eventually I just got shut out. <laughs> Couldn't give give into the panel. Go to DawsonTime.com. Not even done with it. And check out. Go to news. Oh no no no! It's just an article. Just go to DawsonTime.com, and it's called Lincoln. What do they call it? The Emancipator? It was like a joke. Um, here, I'm going to find it. <laughs> and it's got a picture of Lincoln with his hand. Oh, God, you got to see this. Um, and all I did was quote Lincoln, and it's stuff that if you said it on YouTube, your video would get yanked. The guy was an art and racist. Which is, you know, 
almost everybody it says racist Lincoln. That's the title. We got a perfect picture there. <laughs> I love how when people talk about like whether it's Hitler or Lincoln or whatever, they're like, oh well, you know, Hitler Hitler was racist. Motherfucker, find me a person in 1933 who yeah, wasn't. Yeah, well, it's find me one in 1860 that wasn't. Here was this Hitler <laughs> or Lincoln? There is a physical difference between the white and black races, which I believe forever forbid the two races living together on terms of social yep. and political equality. Mm-hmm. He told black ministers <laughs> to the White House to have a conversation. Lincoln did not hesitate to convince them of their inferiority when he candidly said the following: "You and we are different races. We have." A, we have between us a broader difference than exists between almost any two races. Whether it is right or wrong, I need not discuss, but this physical difference is a great disadvantage to us both, as I think your race suffers very greatly, many of them living among us, while ours suffers from your presence. <laughs> In a word, we suffer on each side. If this is admitted, it affords reason. At least we should be separated. And he actually, when D.C., when Washington, D.C., ended slavery in 1862 so in the middle of the civil war they compensate they compensated the slave owners and they offered the african slaves a hundred dollars a piece if they would leave the united states i can go on there's a natural disgust in the disgust there's a natural disgust in the minds of nearly all white people to the idea of indiscriminate amalgamation of the white and black races a separation of the races is the only perfect preventative of algamation. But as an immediate separation is impossible, the next best thing is to keep them apart where they are not already together. If white and black people never get together in Kansas, they will never mix blood in Kansas. So that was his take on the bleeding Kansas crap. Inasmuch as they cannot so live while they do remain together, there must be... The position of superior and inferior, and I, as much as any other man, am in favor of having the superior position assigned to the white race. That is Abraham Lincoln, and it goes on. Go see Racist Lincoln, DawsonTime.com. Uh, wait for me to stick a Google ad in there. Uh, it's under another person's name, account, and everything. We'll see how long that lasts. But Lincoln was a fucking racist. And he wanted to send blacks to Africa, the Caribbean, or anywhere as long as they didn't live in the United States. That was his belief in his cabinet. All those people involved in starting the War of the South believed the same shit. They all made plans together. And they implemented them. There was a merchant from New York. And they got together 5,000 Africans. And they sent them to an island south of Haiti. The first 500 that went out got stranded there. Got with a smallpox epidemic. Most of them died. The, you know, you know, um, the merchant did the most merchanty thing ever. He confiscated all the metal coins the Africans had brought with them and exchanged it for paper money, and then demanded that all food goods and stuff which he had from the supply ship could only be purchased with the paper money, and put them right back on the fucking plantation. It was, the, you know, here's your script, buy from the company store type of crap, which did continue in the North after the Civil War. Anyway, fuck Lincoln. Couldn't do a Dawson stream without saying fuck Lincoln somewhere in there. I knew it. Just something. How did I get on that? I don't even know. So how did I get from Gab Pay to fuck Lincoln? Oh, we were saying that everyone back then was a racist. Yeah. How did I get from Gab Pay? Native American banks. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Because the Comanche were destroyed by President Grant in the 1870s because they finally had repeat rifles and could do something. Anyway, fuck Lincoln and fuck Israel. 
<laughs> totally Amen, agree. brother. Look, sign up the Substack. It's free. It's just a way of getting notifications. You can subscribe. And Corey and I are going to do podcasts in the video form, but I know you're not always up at the this time of day or whatever. And so if you miss it, that sucks. You can watch it whenever I upload it to BitShooter Odyssey, or you can listen to the MP3 on Substack as a member or on ANC Report as a member. Whichever one you want to join, you can. I'm going to be posting things on both. So... I think the best the best way to absorb this content will probably be on uh, Spreaker on audio podcast. It'll be on iTunes and all that stuff. Yeah, we're gonna. It's also, also gonna be on like so. Spreaker and Anchor and da, da 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 da. But I will be putting a few exclusives on Substack because I want to reward the uh, subscribers. So, and well, well, that will be Corey and I's stuff will be everywhere. But I will have some solo stuff on Substack and other guests. We're gonna be interviewing two Iraq War veterans and uh, an Afghan War veteran. Later in the week, I'm going to be interviewing um, Ashley, who wrote the book about all the lies for the New York Times. Uh, and then, of course, there's Four Horsemen on Reed Coverdale's channel with Sean Atwood and Mike Ribeiro. Uh, and, then, of course, Jackman and Reed and myself. And what was else? Something else coming. Someone asked. So I think someone asked me about um, Oklahoma City or something to do it. And I agreed. So whenever they're ready, we'll be doing that. So that's what's coming down. I know it's late at night on the East Coast. So have happy bigoting, everybody. <laughs> oh, we got one. Fire Pixie says, Rainbow Frog, movie night, A&C robes and socks. Okay. A&C flags are coming today. And I'll have a link on Substack of where to get the A&C flags. Robes will be coming when I find a place. And uh, socks, I don't know. if We have to find a place that does that. But movie night. We'll, we will screen some movies all on Odyssey, probably Series Invisible Hand, maybe we'll do Decades of Deception, uh, The Parasite, and we'll have a little bit of uh, Homoguard commercials and stuff. We could watch the Waco series there. Movie night. Uh, Inner Sia, with CIA at the end, says, Hey, Rai, is Mount Fuji also known as Suicide Mountain? <laughs> I've seen a documentary showing the mountain littered with human remains. What's the deal with that? I've never heard of that. There's a forest near Mount Fuji known as the Suicide Forest. Maybe that's what you're talking about. I don't know. But Mount Fuji is beautiful. And with that, uh, I'm going to go play with my kids. So see you guys tomorrow. And Corey, hold on the line for a second.